guys, welcome back to a brand new episode called Recognizing Ourselves, continuing on with the series of recognition. Today we have Raquel, Matthew, Kat, um, Joshua, known as House, and then me, Shaylee, Oscar. K.A. House. <laughs> House. House. Boy. Yeah, because we always <laughs> present him as House. But today we're going to be talking about in this podcast, basically, yeah, like what the title says, recognizing ourselves, recognizing and now understanding and knowing what our purpose is like what our purpose is for living here on the earth what it is for the kingdom and yeah like what were we Rest made deep. for and <laughs> then also also um recognizing that we are um like i want to say like not not like worthy of being in, in knowing God, knowing who God is, coming to church. Because I know a lot of times, a lot of people think about themselves saying that, oh, I'm not worthy enough to know God. Or I'm not I'm not good enough to go to church. Or it's, it's a difficult battle. But and you're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes, you are. Yeah. And this is the podcast we explain to you that you are um, not worthy, but God makes you worthy. God mm-hmm. deletes all the bad things, deletes all your sins. And makes you clean. Yeah. And so let's continue. I see here in the example of Isaiah. And it says in Isaiah 6, 5. I was frightened and said, oh, no, I will be destroyed. I am not pure enough to speak to God and live among people who are not pure enough to speak to him. But I have seen the king and the Lord all powerful. And it goes into 7. It says, then he touched. Oh, wait. Before saying that, I want to explain what it says in the verse 6, 5. And that it, that it's when Isaiah was seeing angels. And these angels were praising the Lord. And when he saw this, Isaiah quickly stood back and he was like, no, no. I, I cannot pray. I cannot praise the Lord. I am not worthy enough to praise the, the king. I need to be cleaned. I, I, I need to. I cannot be here in this moment. And so now I want to read you the verse 7. And it says, then he touched my mouth with a hot coal and said, when this hot coal touched your lips, your guilt was taken away and your sins were erased. So we see here that the angel um, got a hot coal and at, um, and he cleaned uh, Isaiah's lips. They, when he touched the coal on his lips, it cleaned him. And how, how crazy is that the fire that represents the Holy Spirit, the cleaning of the Holy Spirit, it touches your lips that not even the angels can touch it. Okay, but that's like another, that's another thing. But the angels took tongs and put it in Isaiah's mouth and now he's cleaned. Now you are worthy. So now what we have to do to become worthy to... Well, what God makes uh, helps us become worthy is be be um, in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Be touched by him. Okay. <laughs> uh, to add on to your point, I had the example of the prodigal son. And it is found in Luke 15, 17. And when he came to, ins- to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my, father- of my father's have bread enough to and to spare and i perish with hunger and then he goes on to have this whole like speech with himself of like what he was going to say when he was going to return to his father and saying like i have sinned against you and the heavens i'm not even worthy of being your son but i think what really helped him reach that mercy from his father when he came back was that he recognized what he was lacking in and it was like okay i wasted all this money I wasted my inheritance. I did what I wasn't supposed to do. 
So he recognized what he did wrong. And just like the word also says, whoever repents from their sins and departs from it reaches mercy. And that's exactly what happened with him. He repented from what he did. He was very, very... Um, he felt really horrible for what he had done and for just leaving the house just because he wanted to go out into the world and have some fun. And But then we see that this mercy overcomes him when he goes to his father and he tries to say that speech and his father is just like like no like you're still my son like how am i going to cast you out you are my son you're the one that i love and he made this whole feast for him and he was forgiven and he was able to come back home but why is that because he repented he was able to recognize himself and be like okay yeah no i need to stop doing this and i need to go back home and do what is right and so we need to, you know, strive to analyze ourselves deeply every single day. I want to say an example what actually being unworthy is. And it's being un unworthy or being like not cleansed or. Yeah, just an example is in Matthew 10, 37. We see here that it says those who love their father or mother more than they love me or not worthy of me. And those who love their son or daughter more than they love me or not worthy are not worthy of me. So we see here that an example of when you're truly, truly not worthy of, of being with the Lord is that you are loving other people other things more than him that and it says uh, i don't know if you guys know the verse on top of your heads where it's like um don't have other idols or don't make other idols but it's literally your idol could be your phone as well because you're putting your attention you're putting your time into your phone it is exodus 20 20 verse 3 that's beautiful okay so if you guys want to look it up but when you're putting time and effort more into something else other than God, that means that is your idol now. That that means that now you're loving that more than you are loving God. So this, this right here, that's itself is saying, oh, now you are definitely not worthy of, of being with God. Another example is when you start, um, when you start feeling like the guilt and sad and you still guilt and sad i mean and you start dwelling in it like um brookhill mentioned it in the other podcast as well but I, there's another verse in isaiah 41 10 and it says fear not for i am with you do not be dismayed for i am your god i will strengthen you i will help you i will uphold you with my righteous right hand so we see here what isaiah is 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 saying that in order to become worthy do not dwell in your guilt do not dwell in the sin that you think that made you unworthy to be god because um to be with god to pray to god because the first you have to go to god and he would cleanse you and that will make you worthy now and so we see here that in this in this verse it says then i will strengthen you i will help you and uphold your righteous right hand so god is saying okay now you're cleansed now come with me here let me hold you let me grab my hand and let me pick you up the lord says do not fear because he is with us like um how do we translate it how would you translate the that saying is like um see dios está con nosotros quien contra nosotros yes exactly so if god is with us who can be against us because in reality if god is with us if we have god nothing and no one can beat anything because god overrules everything god beats everything i was gonna add on to like um, the word worthy that you were talking about because we, 
I think we all have uh, fallen into the category of feeling unworthy, which can be very, very tormenting for all of us because it's like eating us up all the time. And as you know, this podcast being for youth or like adults and anything and anybody like that, um, I I believe that we sometimes forget why our um, why our purpose here on earth is for. And even when we feel unworthy, like in God's eyes, we're like, no, you are worthy. Like even if we think like, no, I'm I'm no use. God says, no, you are a good use. And and um, someone that actually came into mind was Jeremiah. And I can resemble with Jeremiah because he was a crybaby <laughs> and he would always complain and complain and complain and be like, God, I can't do this. You know, like I'm just a boy. And God was like, no, like I'm going to use you because I say so. And um, and this can be kind of dangerous because sometimes when we feel unworthy and we let our thoughts um, eat us up, um, we kind of just like get afraid of accepting our purpose and accepting like the the worthy the worthy that we are in front of God's eyes. And um, I'm just going to read to you Jeremiah 1, 4 through 10. So please hold on tight. And it says, The Lord's message came to me. Before I made you in your mother's womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I chose you for a special work. I chose you to be a prophet to the nations. Then I said, But Lord God, I don't know how to speak. I am only a boy. But the Lord said to me, Don't say I am an only boy. You must go everywhere I send you and say everything I will. Say, say everything I tell you to say. Don't be afraid of anyone. I am with you and I will protect you. This message is from the Lord. Then the Lord reached out with his hand and touched my mouth. He said to me, Jeremiah, I am putting my words in your mouth. Today I have put you in charge of nations and kingdoms. You will pull up and tear down. You will destroy and overthrow. You will build up and plant. And honestly, verse 10 kind of like um, made me feel like, wow, like, Jeremiah, I feel you because being in charge of nations and kingdoms, like that is a lot itself. And he was just a boy. He was very, very young. And I could see why he was complaining and, you know, feeling like telling God, well, not not feeling, but actually told God, like, I don't think I can do this. But there has been um, the Bible also says in Proverbs 20, 29, it says the glory of young men is their physical strength and the honor of aged men is their gray head representing wisdom and experience. So sometimes we're put in this um, um, situations that can lead us to being our purpose. And we're like, no, I am unworthy of this. Like, no, I don't think I have the strength for this. And in many occasions, it can feel uncomfortable because sometimes we can be in charge of adults that are older than us. And that can be very, it's like, I'll put myself as an, as an example. Like I can I can be somebody in charge, right? And then I have to talk to an hermana and I'm just standing there in my head like, no, I think you, you should be helping me. Like, I need your help. Please help me. And then it's just like, it's, it's just like crazy because then I belittle myself and I'm like, what, how, how am I going to lead these adults that are, you know, bigger than me, greater than me? But no, God has a purpose just like for me and for all of us hearing. But we just have to understand like those thoughts of us being unworthy or us belittle, belittling ourselves can really eat us up and think like, oh no, I'm afraid to receive my purpose because of what I think I am. And what you think you are is not what God thinks of you. You know what I see here or an example that I think of immediately is uh, Peter and when they were on the boat trying to fish. And so we see this in Luke 5. It starts up. It starts in, in verse 1, but um, I'll just quickly summarize the story for you. And it's like, and, and it's like it was when Peter and um, Peter and there's other fishermen, they were trying to fish all night, all night, and they couldn't get any fish. But Jesus 
um, saw these two boats coming into shore. And so Jesus got on the boat. And so they left again um, to sail off to sea. And Jesus told them and told Peter, hey, uh, unleash your nets and you guys will catch fish. And But Peter replied to Jesus and he was like, uh, Jesus, we've been fishing all night and there wasn't any fish whatsoever and jesus was like no i'm i'm telling you to put your nets out into the ocean and there will be fish trust me and so peter what he did is he trusted jesus and he put he threw the nets and he got loads and tons and tons and tons of fish and and um once this happened um who was it that that felt some uh, I forgot who fell, but some people fell and they saw the miraculous thing that Jesus can do. And they fell on their knees and they were like, Jesus, I repent. I repent. Please forgive my sins. OK, so now now that I told you the story, now we see here what is the significance of the story. Um, there's many significance in every single story that you can pull out of. But what I'm seeing here is that in order for you to repent in time not in time but in order for you to come to jesus and repent is what happened when peter trusted jesus first step trust in jesus and then you get loads of fish into the boat and what do fish represent the word so when you trust in jesus and now you're filling yourself up with the word then you see after that people repented at jesus's knees they and then what happens when you repent that you have revelation that you are no longer a sinful man now you're cleaned now you are redeemed worthy so we, we see here in this example that first trust read your word repent and now you will be um and now you'll be worthy to uh come to church to follow jesus and it's not okay one time i'll just pray and repent and that's it no you have to consistently do it because guys we have souls we are in the flesh and we're always 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 being contaminated so we need to come to jesus repent and we will become worthy sorry i, I just wanted to ask something because what you were i just said when we finished what you said um that we're flesh and we're always being contaminated because when i think of recognizing ourselves like like the first thing that comes to my mind is like our identity and um especially nowadays when every, like the world wants to like twist everything um identity is something that's super important because it's so easy to kind of lose our identity in christ is because people around us because we can't be in church 24 7 and we're gonna have to eventually be out in the world um and people are always gonna want to bombard us with certain things that are gonna want to like try to like confuse us and try to convince us to go over to the world like um especially when like we're younger as youth i think it's a lot harder to be like it's like the world is always like saying like oh you have to find yourself like you have to find who you are and we believe them and then we're like oh who actually are we like what am i meant to do like like what's my purpose of doing anything and even when we're now in like the christian world now we're like with god it becomes even harder because you're like what's my purpose and well, for example, I, um, I don't know if everybody knows it, but I, I like to, I, or I play piano. <laughs> I don't know if anybody listening knows that, but I, I play piano and, um, sometimes it gets difficult because I identify myself as playing piano. And sometimes it's difficult to forget the first most thing that I should identify myself as, which is a child of God, a follower of God. 
And recognizing that within ourselves can just in that can be so powerful because we forget that like um, when we're in sin and then it let's say I have to go up to like play piano. I'm just like, am I even worthy to like do any of this? Am I even worthy to do any of this? Like you've been saying, right? Like we've been saying, but once we recognize within ourselves, like the base of Christianity, knowing that we are saved and knowing that we are children of God, then it just becomes so much easier to know that, okay, yeah, I've been like a little confused. My purpose, like my sole purpose for being is not playing piano or a, like a certain service. My whole purpose for being is God and being a child of God and being a follower of God. And that is something that can really help us when we're being confused, especially when we're young and we're like, oh, maybe I do want to be like a different gender. Maybe like these gender like things are like, oh, like that kind of sounds like me. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, that's, Cancel that's the out. enemy like trying to confuse us because we're so vulnerable. And especially as kids, we can be so vulnerable and so um, yeah, manipulated. I'm trying to think of like a word. It's like we're super like influenced naive as well and that's why it's super important just to get to the base of it i am a child of god i am who jesus says i am i'm not who i think i am i'm not who the world says i am i am who god says i am and how can we find that is by just reading the bible and seeing all these examples so okay so adding on to what you were saying uh, uh so I, they can see who you're uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> to matthew <laughs> to matthew um, I think what can also like make us even more confused is that we don't even is not that we don't know purpose, but that we don't know our purpose in like the moment. Like we don't know our purpose the minute we're born. So our whole life we're trying to figure it out. And we're like, mm, who am I? Okay, no. <laughs> but we're like, um, like, what are we supposed to do here? Like, what am I supposed to be? And I think uh, a way to like alleviate the sort of like. I guess anxiety that we have of like oh my gosh what am i gonna do like who am i gonna be like i'm like 50 already and i still haven't done anything um i think we should remember that our purpose can also be a very long process to figure out and that we're absolutely not gonna know the minute we come out the womb like i mean come on you can't even open your eyes so uh I, an example i really love to use all the time is david king david he the minute he was born he was not he no one told him he was, he was going to be king like his parents didn't even know that his own brothers didn't even know that but he went through this whole process and he went through this process through the will of the lord so he didn't complain he never said no i'm not going to do that and that's also what can help us figure out what our will is by following the will of the lord not our will our purpose oh my gosh <laughs> so what did he do he started off as taking care of the of the sheep and hanging out there all day and being forgotten about by his own parents and did he we did he feel sad well we don't we don't know that but we can probably sure tell did, yeah. that he probably did because it can be sad to be very alone sometimes and so but he went through that and did he ever like run away from home even though he could have by being there all day yeah he could have but he didn't want to because he wanted to do what god wanted so he went from you know doing that and then uh, Samuel comes and anoints him, but in the minute that he's anointed, he also doesn't become king yet. There's still a whole process of so many years for him to become king because Saul needs to die for him to step up. And he also went through all that, and we know he was like persecuted by Saul, he was hated by Saul. But then eventually he was able to 
develop his purpose which was to be king one of the greatest kings that we actually read in the bible and oh, okay but of course but but yeah so it's important to be patient with our with our purpose we need to make sure that we we're just we just keep following the will of the lord and to wait and to not just you know sit around and wait but like matthew said like read the word dive in read beyond the words understand what everything means in the word pray constantly have communication with him and have experiences not just in church but outside of church because that should be happening in our home too so be patient and don't get scared that you don't know what you're supposed to do because who knows maybe you're even already developing your purpose and you don't even know it but mm-hmm. you know yeah. be patient mm-hmm. and there is this one thing i was thinking about when you were speaking right now is the fact that sometimes we try and form our own purpose right in in church of course right so like obviously for those who are in church um obviously right we all serve well most of us serve of course right and if you guys don't then <laughs> i encourage you but, but the thing i'm trying to say is sometimes we develop our like our specific service as something as you know like our purpose right like am i going to be in media forever am i going to be in piano forever you know like sometimes we like sit in that service and say hey like what's it like i'm comfortable here let's give this a shot i think this is what god wants for, wants for me of course right like what's it like this is the only thing i quote unquote know but i think we should get rid of that mentality as well because sometimes like was it in the midst of things like was it like god can easily take away anything when he wants right and the enemy can be able to take something obviously that's super important for that service right but what i'm trying to say for here is the fact that we're not supposed to be hung up on creating our own purposes of course because number one that just leads to leads us to like creating like emotion out of that service i'm there to just play piano i'm there just to i don't know um take a picture of a cat like take a picture yeah. with a camera <laughs> <laughs> i know i'm like attacking matthew today. <laughs> but no the whole point is like obviously to learn and serve god of course n- number one and number two like was it like obviously through time we learn to have levels of services right and if god wants you to be in media or or like i'm not there's no bashing to meet my video boys out there because i'm a media guy myself <laughs> but or to piano but like was it like what i'm just trying to say is like was it like if god wants you there then he'll expose that to you like slowly of course and, right he'll yeah. keep you humble he'll keep you like was it like on your toes he'll put the ups and downs into your service and be able to understand it's like now i understand why i'm here of course right and and so on of course but what what i'm just trying to say is like was it like don't let our quote-unquote purpose be led by emotion number one like yeah at all because once it starts being led by emotion then is it really a purpose that we yeah. have to fulfill for the lord yeah i i wanted to add on to that and um give like a little bit of my experience <laughs> um which is also like <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why you're so upset you're like <sighs> but i just wanted to give i just gonna give my experience because um i don't know i feel like maybe sometimes i'm not the only person who goes through this and um, just in case there's anybody else, <laughs> just in case there's anybody else out there who's experiencing this, um, I used to be um, with my service, which is piano. I guess everybody knows already. <laughs> so um, yeah, I used to be like super upset when um, um, I would like always like people they would put me like Friday night, right? <laughs> I know this is such a Bruh. stupid thing. I, like I, I look <laughs> back and I'm like I'm literally I was literally so. Sick I don't even know. Head. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, and I would be upset, and be like, oh, "You don't put me Sunday, right?" And then eventually they would put me a Sunday, and then I would 
they like people would get invited out and whatever i'd be like oh why am i always getting stuck to play here like i want to be i want to play other places and then i would get super upset and super frustrated and it took some time to learn that like the like the point of serving which um i guess coincides with recognizing ourselves because it's the thing that we do right to serve the lord of course. um is always gonna be like is always going to fall short when we have super high expectations when we're looking at other people, right? Mm. Because um, in the body of Christ, I don't know, maybe I meant to be a toenail and <laughs> I just had to be conformed with that because, like I said, our purpose shouldn't be our main reason of being here. Our purpose should be something that's like added mm -hmm. or, or like our, not a purpose, but like our service is something should be added to our purpose, right? Our purpose mainly solely being like worshiping God. And our service is just in addition to that, I feel like. Um, so at times when we are trying to like be like, oh, but I, I feel like um, we don't have like the most amazing, greatest thing ever. Like maybe I'm not preaching out to nations. Maybe I'm not playing piano for like like the whole country. Right. But we have to be conformed. We're not conformed. But we have to be content with where we are in this moment, like with the story of David. Maybe he was like, he was like, I'm tired of taking care of the sheep, like you said, and he could have just like ran away and done something else. Um, but we have to be, um, we have to be able to trust in the Lord and where we are right now, knowing that it's the place that we're meant to be, mm -hmm. and knowing that whatever we achieve in our life is not because, like, we're meant to like achieve it like with our own strength. It's because the Lord wants us to do these things, and we always have to be like, oh, what does the Lord want from me? Even if it's not like meant to be, like. You know becoming an apostle of like a whole congregation <laughs> maybe it's just to be you know like piano in church and that's it i don't know I, the, the piano is all i know so <laughs> it's so, all about progress uh, like, yeah and because sometimes like was it like we look at these like things and like trying to reckon like find ourselves quote unquote like what's it like through our services like oh, i'm so sad let me, let me look for look god through um yeah. my piano you know like was it? And then, <laughs> like like i said it's like a dog chasing its tail yeah. emotion and then it leads to like a, like oh it's own snowball effect but yeah that's what i mostly think oh, okay um and oh my gosh this is like super high um <laughs> uh i actually want to go back just a little bit to what you to the house to you, what you were saying like a few minutes ago that sometimes we try to um, make our own purpose mm -hmm. and you know there's the point that you guys just mentioned but there's also another perspective to it where people take on services to make themselves look great mm -hmm. and to make everyone think that they are supposed like okay let's set this example let's say I want to be like um, the Apostle Sergio <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, of course he got there by the grace of God not because he was like looking for it like I don't think he expected to be like you know where he is now which is pretty cool um, and glory to God but okay let's say I want to be like him like if I was with other intentions I would be over here taking on all the services I could and like making a name for myself but that's it's not by my own strength but it's by the power of the Holy spirit like i can try as much as i as, as i can you know to to you know i don't know probably take the position of like uh, the leader of everything like of the youth the danza alabanza servidora servidores you know both taking all of <laughs> them and try to like be great but at the end of the day i can try so much and then all of it can just crumble why because i didn't have the right intentions my heart was not in the right place because i wanted to make my own purpose and it's not about me it's about following the lord and 
How the guy didn't even want you in any of those like areas? Like, just <gasps> breathe. <laughs> I know you had to say. I just want to say something very quickly. <laughs> that like I I think it's so like impactful, like kind of impactful what you said. That sometimes we try to make a name for ourselves and like the, the ministry because. For example, like there's some names that you hear and you're just like, oh, I know who that is, right? <laughs> like Apostle Sergio. Like if you say Apostle Sergio anywhere in the Venice, they're like, oh, like it's Apostle Sergio. Yeah. So like sometimes we try to make a name for ourselves instead and try to glorify our own names instead of glorifying the name of God, which is the whole point of even being in church. Like I feel like if the like if you want to make a name for yourself, like don't do it in church. <laughs> that's the point of doing it. If that's like your your motivation, don't do it in church. Like why do you think there's so many Christian artists? Or people who are Christian and then, yeah, quote unquote, and then they go to the world because they want to make a name for themselves. And they're like, I want to be known. Right. But it's not about us being known. It's about God being known. Right. So and even with like Christian artists who like are still, quote unquote, like Christian, but they like still want to be like making a name for themselves and like everybody else, you know, that, <laughs> yeah, like you, it's it's very evident when you see and it's something that we should not be chasing after or pursuing. But yeah, I just want to add that because I thought it was like so cool. What you, said. you know what I gather about everything of what you guys were saying is it's we all want us, 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 my timing. And we're never focused on what God wants for us. We're never focused on God's timing. How many years did it take for Jesus to start his ministry? Ministry, I mean, he started when he was 33. Moses, when he was beyond 40s 30 okay sorry jesus started when he was 30 and moses he he started after he was in his 40s so i'm it's yeah noah bro oh, Noah was a hundred something when he started building Ancient, the ark bro. you know so we see here that it's never our timing that it's never us trying that it's that we shouldn't be so in rush to find in purpose of our lives and basing it basing it off on um um the the timing like let's say we're going we're going through battles we're going through the sufferings you know and we're like when god are you gonna take me out of this like when is when is it my time again what like my time my time we always want our time but let's let's put an example of like like um like uh i did like a little quick example of like a carrot and a hard-boiled egg and coffee um but let's just <laughs> like oh. let's say you boil a carrot and it was hard right but now it became soft and weak you boiled a hard you boiled a hard egg now it's fragile and breakable because you're always basing it uh, you're it's it's bad but if you put coffee in hot water it's rich in flavor so shouldn't we observe the water shouldn't be while we're waiting while we're being boiled while we're being um like bad things were happening to us we should observe the word we should praise god more and be uh diligent in him we should be stable in him and never never question god because yeah. who are we to question yeah, god actually, we are nobody i yeah. have a, a a verse that i want to share which is romans 9 20 and 21 um, it says, but who are you, O man, to answer back to God? Will what is molded say to its molder, why have you made me like this? Has the potter no right over the clay to make out of the same lump one vessel for honorable use and another for dishonorable use? Right. So like you were saying, like sometimes we tell God like, oh, like, why can't we do this yet? Like it's my like, I want my timing. Right. And this verse kind of just like puts it into perspective. Right. I, I think uh, I remember the apostle one time said that like, like us like arguing against like god and being like you know like 
<laughs> like wanting to like be angry at god is like us and seeing like an ant you know <laughs> like screaming at us and like trying to like plot against us and we're just like bro what the heck like yeah <laughs> and that's how we seem i feel like to god right we are the clay and he's the potter and the clay is like i don't want to be made like this and she's like what the heck like <laughs> oh sorry i can't say that <laughs> but like be quiet and um so um Sometimes we're like that to God and we're like, oh, but I don't want to be here. Like, wh why, why are you putting me here? And God's just like, trust the process. <laughs> trust what I'm doing for you. And just like, no, I don't want to be here. I want to do something else. And it's just so ridiculous to see in this perspective that the verse puts it in. And yeah, I just want that. Go ahead, Kathy. Um, I really love what all of you guys were saying. And I really like we think about our purpose and we do get like drowned in our in what we what we want. And, you know, God knows all of our desires and knows all of the things that we want. And he knows them and considers them, right? But sometimes we forget that his purpose is way greater than ours. Like we can be asking God for um, a car and he gives us a plane, just as, mm -hmm. as an example, right? And he always surprises us. And uh, I think as like we're young and barely um, understanding how life works and how this, how we're trying to find out our purpose, I think we should always like uh, seek for counsel, like uh, for advice for everything that we need. Mm -hmm. And um, and in Proverbs eight fourteen, like the word counsel, it means plan. And Spanish is like designio, but it means plan. And the Bible verse says, "I have counsel and sound wisdom. I have insight. I have strength." And that word plan means a purpose. It means an intention and a plan to realize like something that's gonna happen to the future. And honestly, God already has like a pr a, a plan for us and a purpose for us. But just like Shaley was saying, like, we try to rush into things way too quick. Like, God gives you something already, but because we don't take care of it, he's like, all right, dude, that's it. Like, move on. Because you couldn't take care of what I gave you, I'm going to take it back away from you. And that can be something very dangerous. So it's either God gives, it's either, yeah, God gives us a plan and we decide to follow it or he gives us a plan and we decide to not follow it. And that can be very dangerous because prosperity and plans that come for the future, that come to us from the that come to us um when the future comes it, it's coming from god you know and it brings prosperity when we um when we finally realize like what it what is it that god has for us but sometimes we don't understand it and that's why we need to ask like for counsel and like for advice because you know adults don't we see like this small picture and then our parents our adults our leaders know like this bigger picture and they know us more than we know and honestly you can tell how somebody very close to you knows your intentions more than you know your intentions. Because you can say, I have this intention, and yeah, I know my purpose is this, so I'm going to follow it. Yeah, and then the person next to you, the yeah. person that really knows you is like, no, you're lying. <laughs> you know, and it yeah. can be very tricky. But, um, but yeah, it's very important to understand that if we have a purpose and we're still questioning it, we should always seek for advice because the word, if it backs you up, then that's nice. And I love what he was saying about, like, your function being a toenail because, yeah, as silly as it sounds, it's very important to know your function because I was uh, in, in, in doctrine in the intermediate class. They talk about the unity of Christ, right? Like the body, how it forms uh, the body, right? How we all form Christ. The bride, sorry, not Christ, but bride. And um, they were saying how how if we do not know our function or we do not know our purpose, the body is not going to know where it's going to go. For example, my hand knows it's meant to touch stuff. It's meant to grab stuff. It's meant to feel stuff, you know, uh, 
you know whatever oh just you're like yeah <laughs> but like you you don't think with your hand like your brain is not in your hand so therefore my hand knows what it has to do therefore i need to know what i need to do i need to know what my purpose is or how is the body of christ going to function imagine like everybody who's supposed to be like a foot they're just like no nah, i want to be a hand, hand yeah. and it's like no foot, no foot. like <laughs> yeah exactly that's floor, how yeah. the body of christ works because if you not know your function or you do not know your purpose you're not edifying the body of christ at all i feel like sorry i just want to add also like um recognizing ourselves also comes with like a once you start to recognize yourself it also comes like a sense of humility to be like if this is what i meant to do it's what i meant to do and you know glory be to god for everything even if it's not what necessarily what i thought i was gonna do it's what you're meant to and um that takes a bit of humility and you have to like swallow your pride and be like Exactly. Uh, this is where i'm supposed to be this is where i'm going to be and literally to back you up proverbs 19:21 says many are the plans in the minds of a man but it is the purpose of the lord that will stand so honestly everything that we do here is a foreshadow of what we're going to do up there right and that's something we should always understand because number one our purpose we have to understand it because as we're in that process of receiving our purpose we we edify our soul our spirit our flesh and once we're edified and understand what we're doing then we're able to edify everybody else just like i was saying with the function you get to edify everyone else in the body of christ but if you do not know your function you're gonna keep the whole body lost yes all factual facts now we're gonna wrap up this uh end of the episode end of the series yeah not the podcast (laughs) sorry guys um the end of the series of recognition and we're gonna do uh, free topics next month but just to wrap up of what we uh, have said don't ever think that you're not worthy because you are uh god makes you worthy and don't think that you finding your purpose has to be such in a rush because it doesn't it's all in god's timing um like we've all said throughout this whole uh episode seek god seek counsel and know your function um i love what kathy was saying at the end but there is a verse that says in acts 13 47 it says this is what the lord told us to do i have made you a light for others for other nations to show people all over the world the way you the way to be saved so the lord is telling us here that he made us worthy enough to tell other people how we have been saved so now let's save others but in order to save others we have to recognize ourselves okay guys um thank you for listening us today listen to the rest of the podcast episodes if you guys would like please please uh, listen and fill yourselves up with the word fill yourselves up with the doctrine we're on all social medias and then we'll see you next week Thank you.